You're this the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned in to the biggest Chanel Simone, April B, Fluhead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn. What what's up, up y'all? What's Shit up? Me? What's up? We are back. We are back. We are back. Y'all know who it is. Fluhead, Gruhead podcast, where worlds collide no matter where you reside. I am your girl, April B, your favorite media maven. And you already know it's your girl, Chanel Simone, your favorite Brooklyn Bay. And today, the two. Brooklyn baddies have a very, very, very <laughs> special guest because, y'all, this guest is power of manifestation. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to say. We're going to say that she is the power of manifestation. When you want something and you believe it and you work hard towards it, this is the result. So without further ado, <laughs> we have Miss Carrie Ann T. Thompson in the building Woo! from Brooklyn T. Yeah. And if y'all don't know about, yes, give, give it up, give it up, give it up. We got the virtual claps going on, y'all. And if you don't know about Brooklyn T, baby, when I tell you, that's the place where dreams come true. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Starting flu here, grew here podcast. Honestly, when it was just a thought before, uh, when we found our producer, when I got with April, honestly, our first meeting. Was, was at, at Brooklyn, Brooklyn T. Yes. Um, we used to go like what twice a week. Yeah. We used to go like twice a week, and um, every time. Then finally, I researched it, and I was like, Carrie Ann, I was like, who, who's Tona? <laughs> I was on her page. I'm like, who is this? Who is this? In April, let me tell you something. April, when I was start, oh, I told April this when I was starting my media journey, right? Um, back in 2021, I pretty much had a list of people that I wanted to work with, right? So I had a whole bunch of screenshots of Vasa, mm-hmm. um, Ebony Magazine. And one in particular, that one thing about me, I rep New York to the fullest. I do. If right. any, I, 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 I love my Caribbean culture. I'm, I'm from Trinidad, but... Um, Jamaica, bop, 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 But I love <laughs> anything with Brooklyn. So literally, I told April, I said, yo, you know what's funny? April 10th, 2021, I screenshotted that y'all was doing first Saturdays. I believe it mm-hmm. was, right? I told April, I said, yo, April, I think I still got the screenshot of this is an organization I wanted to work with. Behold, I literally have the screenshot that says April 10th, 2021, that Brooklyn T was on my radar to work with. And wow. Now, here we are, April. That's why I said power of manifestation. Oh, what today wow. is? Today is it's April 10th. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Let's go. That's crazy. April 10th, 2023. Y'all, I, no, I got chills. I didn't even. Look at me. Wait, I what got today chills. is? Two years wow. later, guys. Of me screenshotting Brooklyn T. The power of manifestation. And I didn't even know she was going to do that intro. I, it just came to me like, wow. Wow. So, y'all, two wow. years later, I had Brooklyn wow. T on my vision board. And here we are two years later. So, y'all, what? Yes, give me another welcome, round of applause. Yes, let's welcome Carrie y'all. Let's welcome Carrie Ann. Okay. Here we are today. And first of all, Carrie I am honored. First of all, I'm honored that that's even that we were even a part of that vision board. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just... I tell people all the time, like, Brooklyn Tea was designed to really build community. And I tell people it's not just a tea shop, it's not just a coffee shop. It's mm-hmm. truly a place in which people come, sit down, meet each other. Like, I met y'all from just, like, being in there, right? Mm-hmm. And love the energy. Yes. And, like, just really mess with y'all. And, like, that's just truly, like, what it's about. I tell people that people sit down and draft their business plans in Brooklyn yes. Tea. Yes. They write their proposals in yes. Brooklyn Tea. They have meetings in Brooklyn Tea. They take, you know, Zoom meetings for promotions in Brooklyn Tea. Like that's truly like what we're trying to do. So to hear it firsthand, um, thank y'all. No, thank, thank you, y'all. thank you. So look, before we get into the check-in with Carrie Ann, we're gonna play a little game. Right. So listen, y'all, y'all know how we like to do to break the ice. We got a game called First Class versus Coach. So pretty much we have a cup today full of 
topics and stuff. We're going to let Carrie Ann pick. We might pick. You never know how it goes. Either way, the topics in there, you have to tell us if you like it, then it's first class. If you don't like it, then it's coach. Okay. Now, if there is a tie, then you do have to take a shot of your water. <laughs> yeah, got it. Now, you already know Bobby Vodka. Is the sponsor of the flu, um, first class versus coach, but baby, everybody don't drink, and that's fine. But make sure y'all get you some vomit. Exactly. Vodka. Now I know y'all used to the fishbowl, but um, listen, it, it, we, hey baby, and you, for you, our you, listeners, no, for the drink, it is, you know. So, um, so Carrie, and we're gonna let you start. You two more. Ooh, chamomile versus green tea. Caramel versus green no, tea. No, chamomile. Oh. Chamomile tea. I'm like, caramel? What type of tea? <laughs> <laughs> well, being that Brooklyn tea, and shout out, because we are Brooklyn tea besties. Hey, mm-hmm. She deemed us that. So <laughs> being that it is a tea place, and yes. you guys have tea from all over the world. Yes. But, you know, caramel and green tea seem to be super popular amongst, mm-hmm. you know, the regulars, we're going to call them. Which one would you say is first class and which one would you say is coach? So I'm going to say based on what you need, I personally need to relax. So green. Um, so I'm going to go with chamomile. Chamomile. Okay. It's like put you to, to sleep, sleep, relax you a little bit. And I, I, love a good, I, I love a good lavender and chamomile tea. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like right before you go to bed, bed, it's just a good... It's a mm-hmm. good, you know, good one to like. Wow. Go to yeah. Okay, y'all gonna have to put me on that. I could have sworn to say caramel. I'm like, what type? <laughs> we got caramel tea too. Right. Listen, listen. listen. We know we got 50 they got fifty. I was just about to say. That's why I said they got tea from all over, y'all. Yes. You're not coming there for lavender tea, like you can. But I mean, what's the other? They had a one? mango that- hibiscus one. Yeah. I had one time. I was like. Yo, remember, I had bought it twice. It was for the block party. It was yeah. for the block. And I had bought it twice that day. Yes. I was like, let me get one more. Yes. <laughs> and first of all, I got the te- tequila. <laughs> Is what I'm saying? Tequila. Baby. I, one thing about me, I need a drink. Look, now don't go <laughs> and there. I, and I'm going to get in the tea and all that. I was like, liquor with tea? Mm-mm, give me yeah. that. <laughs> don't go there and ordering our stuff and selling it out, though. Because no. I, need, I need at least one when I go. <laughs> Wait, I need y'all to come and sell well, it we out. We want y'all to go sell it out, but listen, leave at least one for me. <laughs> got it, got at it, least got one. it, got it. Okay. You're a Brooklyn tea bestie. We're going to hold in the back. We're going to hold in the back. Exactly. Oh, okay. Charter schools versus public schools. Now, this is a good one. Okay. Um, And here's the thing, because I would say neither. Ooh. Yeah, so this is probably one where I drink to. Okay. okay. Drink if it's water. Like a- water, H2O. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Look, when they say mind my business and drink my water, <laughs> I'm going to drink water and mind my business. Hey. So here's why. Like, I am pro good schools. Okay. okay. Right? Like, so there are good charter schools. There are good public schools. There are not so great charter schools yeah. are not so great public schools so because of that it's like i'm pro good schools okay. like to me regardless of what type of school you are is about doing right by children okay. it's about doing right by the families that we serve and if you're not about that life then i'm not here for it gotcha okay. that's like my biggest thing so gotcha. that's a good one that's a mm-hmm. how you feel about homeschool oh well you said pretty much if it's beneficial if it's good if it's if beneficial it's right so like if you're doing it because you're trying to get a check or if you're doing it out of convenience for you yeah, or you're doing that's it not, because you're tr- like that's mm-mm. at the end of the day is about you know what's best for the individual child and yeah. some children that is a great setting for them mm-hmm. for some that is not a great setting for them exactly. so it's really about you like truly focusing on them and them getting what it is that they, they need, need. Gotcha. gotcha oh y'all playing <laughs> y'all played this whole time 
Brooklyn versus Atlanta. <laughs> now listen, listen. I'm gonna drink on it. Here's why, right? I'm gonna drink on it. I actually love the title of this podcast. Oh yeah. You know why? Because here's the thing, like. I, you know, grew up in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. born and raised, Crown yep. Heights, Bed-Stuy, right. back home, Bed-Stuy. Bop, 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 all the things, <laughs> right? But where I grew and, like, truly, like, mm. thought about, like, who I wanted to become, and, it was here in Atlanta, because right. I went to school here, right? Yep. I was 17 years old. You know, fresh off the Greyhound. The yep. Greyhound dropped me off in front Girl, of Magic did have, City. Did we come together? Look, <laughs> I'm like, came I, at 17, I came right? at 17 oh, straight off the Greyhound. Yeah, right. And I'm like, wait, what? Where's Stone? And I see this trip. Wait, wait, wait. Like, oh, just oh, say, what you got dropped off at? Magic City? Magic City. But Spellman changed my life. It, mm-hmm. like, legit changed my life. It changed, like, just being in a different environment, right? Yeah. Like, took me out of, like, what I knew to be true. And what I say is that both of these, both of them, Brooklyn mm-hmm. and Atlanta, are mm-hmm. critical locations that made me who I am today. Like, I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for both of them. I yes. always say I can sit at any any table, table. because mm-hmm. I grew up in Brooklyn. I know how to move. I, I'm resourceful. Right, I'm right. Like, I'm all of that, right? <laughs> and, you know, Spellman was more, like, refined me and mm-hmm. was just like, look, like, here are the tools. It's in you, yes. right? Like, right. Your, your potential and who you are and your best version, it's all in you. But, like, they just really you know, refine me. It was like, hey, in this type of setting, right. move like this. Be still authentically you, you uh-huh. but, but move a certain kind of way so you can navigate a different kind of space. And absolutely. that's like why both places are critical to who I am. So Brooklyn T being in Atlanta mm-hmm. means so much to mm-hmm. me because exactly. it's like, yeah, I'm from here and this mm-hmm. place truly molded like mm-hmm. who you're seeing right now. Yo, that's crazy. That was our first episode where we talked about like who we felt like flew and grew and all of that stuff. And we had the exact same answer. Like Brooklyn is instilled in us like that hustler mentality, that, that never sleep mentality. You always got to go and get it. But Atlanta really shaped us to being these business forward women knowing us because in Brooklyn, I feel like my setting was so similar every time I walked out the door, Mm -hmm. but in Atlanta, if I'm in Gwinnett, because I, I came when Gwinnett didn't look like all of us. Like, I came, <laughs> I went to Grayson High School, and Grayson was predominantly white, and I had to figure out how to navigate in that. Uh-huh. Grayson was just starting, so it was a bunch of, you know, people there, and they was just looking like, oh, y'all really moving here. And I had to know how to navigate <laughs> exactly, that. Maneuver. So, so Atlanta really taught us how to just be able to be chameleons mm-hmm. in rooms where we can blend in but still shine. Right. And Brooklyn gave me that courage and that fight to keep going no matter right. and kick down them doors. Yeah. So yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I said. I, I've it. I've learned about being a black woman living in Atlanta. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I moved earlier. I moved here when I was fourteen, but I've honestly learned so much. It's to the point where when I go to New York it's a lot of stuff that New York don't even know about, you know, pretty much whether it's with the civil rights movement, just just period. It's like a, I, I learned about HBCUs when I got to Georgia. Mm-hmm. I know some people in New York still kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, what's fraternity? So, you know, like mm-hmm. they heard about it, but it's not as deep as it is yeah. down here. Hell, mm-hmm. I learned how to drive. I know how to drive. Yeah, I definitely did. I got friends who still nervous to parallel park. (laughs) Yeah, not that. I learned how to drive here, but I got my license in New York. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh, you a bad one. So I know you be whipping that parallel. Oh, you know, but I bought the Tesla because it drives this. (laughs) There you go, baby. We got one one more in here. This is the finale, and we're gonna dig deep with the check in. 
right. Let's see. <laughs> Spelman versus Albany State. Oh, oh, oh. First class I, Spelman. Oh, 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 wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, our producer. Wait, our producer did that on purpose. No, our producer really did that on purpose, y'all. Because they now I'm gonna have to hear Chanel mouth like. Let me say this. Let me say this because this is where me and Kerry might not even be friends. So let me let me tell you a quick story. So once again, we went to the block party, right? Um, her two year anniversary, correct? One year. One year. One year. And one thing about Chanel, I know DJ Supreme. I saw a mic. I was like, mm, I, snatched it, right? She was amazing. I was like, I asked her too. I said, yo, don't be surprised. I, you know what? I told her. I yeah, said, don't be surprised if you hear me on this mic. She said, go ahead. So I'm over here like, okay, you know, knock if you buck, come on. I'm like, hey. I was like, shout out to the best HBCU. As soon as I said, oh, Benny, stay dead. <laughs> I, don't even know where, I don't even know where she came from. <laughs> Like the last time I checked, she was inside. <laughs> I didn't even get the Albany State. That might be, I was like, oh. <laughs> son, like my wig almost flew off. Oh, like, girl. Yo. The I last time I checked, you was inside. Like you know where you at? <laughs> last time I checked, she was inside giving people hugs. Like, where did she? So I was like, yo, let me shout out my school. So, baby, you know, but only we could do that. Shout out to Albany State University. Listen, the unsinkable. Listen, HBCUs <laughs> across the board. Like, it's all love whenever we, mm-hmm. like, do the whole rivalry type. Yeah, so, like, right. it's, it's love everywhere you put it. Um, so I want to make sure that everybody gets that and yes. understands that. But we also know Yo. the number one. When I tell you, she didn't even come from the front. It was like uh, through my wig. Like, ooh. I was like, okay, you can hit it right back. Trying to sneak it in there, y'all. That wow. was the first Shout class. out to our producer for that. Because right. that one right that there, baby. One. That, that was, was a good one. one. I'm happy Shot I said keep going. I'm like, uh, wait, oh, what? Oh, this is good. That was good, right. y'all. Shout out to the first class okay. versus coach segment, y'all. Give it up, give it up, give it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with our applause today, people. Okay. What's up, everyone? It is your girl, Chanel Simone. And your girl, April B. of, of the, the Flu Hair, Grew Hair Podcast. And I'm here to tell y'all about this bomb-ass vodka, Bomade. Baby, when I tell you this is vodka, but it's not the typical vodka that you used to. Okay. All right. Now, listen, y'all. It's in 125 locations across 11 states, a black-owned business. Now, listen, if you can't find it in a local spirit store next to you, make sure you run to bombavodka.com to get yours today. We gonna see. We got it. Okay, April. Okay, okay April. <laughs> Y'all gonna get a few extra applause on this episode. I actually think in life, like when we talk about like you know giving affirmations, mm-hmm. and, and my culture is like big up yourself, right? Yeah. Like it's like it's it's. The virtual applause yeah. should just be like how people operate. Yeah, right. Like, right, act as right. if there's a button and you could just like clap for yourself. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. Too many times, like you know, there's a lot of people that's like that are room for you, but sometimes you don't know, right? Yes. Um, but like you don't even need to know. Yes. You need mm-hmm. to know that like you know what you're doing. You know how you're grinding. You know the hustle. You know your your, your sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. You know how hard you are working. Like give yourself a virtual round of applause. Like but act like you got that button and you can press it for yourself because I you love that. Yeah. So I'm here for the I'm here for the button. Yay. Yay. All right, y'all. So let's get on the check-in, check-in with Carrie Ann. So Carrie Ann, for the people that don't know you like we know you, or like mm-hmm. we think we know you, because you are bestie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them who you are, what you do, yeah. and, and all of that. 
Yeah, so um, I am a, you know, sister. I'm a daughter. I'm mm-hmm. an auntie. I love being an aunt. Me um, too. Oh, my gosh. Me too. Like, my nieces right. and my nephew, they are my life. Um, my my best friends, their kids are my life. Um, so if you see my page, you always see me with a kid. Um, and that's probably what, that's just because I love kids. Yeah. Um, right. Love children. So you the rich auntie? Oh, I'm she an said, auntie. I'm an auntie. <laughs> She's like, don't put that out there and let me call on my phone. Like, hey, auntie. rich auntie. Mm-mm, I ain't got it. <laughs> I'm an auntie. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love, love being, just love being that. Um, mm-hmm. Love children. So it's why, like, I do the work that I do. So mm-hmm. I'm an educator. Right. I'm the CEO of a charter organization called Movement School. Shout out to Movement. Shout out to Movement. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, right now we have three pre-Ks, three elementary schools, a middle school. We just got wow. another one in August. We got two that was approved in Charlotte and another one in Raleigh. So we're making wow. in North Carolina. We're coming to Georgia. So there's work on that. And then we're also going to Charleston, South Carolina. So there's a lot of work. There's a lot of movement happening with Movement. Yes. Um, very excited about like what we are doing and what we will continue to do in the future of education so that's like my my life that's my career that's like that's what fuels me um again because I do love children but more than that I believe that it's like equity work like Mm -hmm. when I think about we talked about the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. in Atlanta and like how critical that you know just is to our history and who we are but we are still in this right like there are still disparities that we have to you that we're that we're facing yeah um and there are still gaps that we need to close when we see things like um i think it was tsu was the first hbcu to win the championship yep Mm -hmm. yep so it's just like we're the fact that we're still making the first of stuff like 2023 yeah right like it's it's amazing and it just shows like how How much work still needs to to be be done. done yep um, just giving that example. So it was like I chose to dedicate my life and my work to equity work. And mm-hmm. that one way that I'm doing that is through the education system. Um, so shout out to Movement. We're connected to Movement Mortgage. So shout out to them, Movement Insurance, Movement Bank, all of that. Because of them, they are able to fund the schools. Okay. Um, and, okay. That's, and that's why we're able to build and grow and scale as quickly. Um, and then, of course, there's Brooklyn Tea. <laughs> um, shout out to my business partners, Jamila and Ali. They are the founders of Brooklyn Tea um, in Brooklyn. Um, my friend Jamila, we went to college together, and that's how I basically got, ingo- and got involved. Wow. wow. A lot of people ask questions like, you know, why? Why tea? And I'm like, it wasn't tea for me. Mm. It was my friendship with Jamila. Mm. Right? Like, it was like, I want to see you win. Like, I believe in what you're doing. I want to be a part of this. Yeah. Um, and literally just joined. Right? So, like, that, which is why we talk about Brooklyn Tea is bigger than just a tea shop. It's bigger than coffee. It's like, it's really that community piece. Mm-hmm. Because even when you think about, like, how it started and um, and in my involvement, it's all around, like, love. Mm. Right. Jamila and Ali, they are married. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. So there's that Shout love out to them. Aspect. Sort Shout of all watch what happens live. <laughs> right. So it's their love for each other and then my love for my sister. And this is what we're doing. Right. Um, so making making major moves. We just found out a couple days ago, like two days ago, that Brooklyn Tea is now going to be in 30 cities at Saks Fifth Off. Saks Wow. Yeah, so you're about to be able to find Brooklyn Tea in like your favorite luxury store. Let's we go. We love That's it. Yes, Bronco. congratulations. <laughs> um, so yeah, so big deal, big things happening. We want more things, right? We want right. to be on shelves. We want to be, you know, we want to be a household name. We yeah. believe that that is possible. Um, so there's a lot of like work and grind that's happening. So shout out to my partners. Shout out to what we're doing. But that's a huge part of my life, of course, because mm-hmm. here I am battle balancing right. being a CEO for a charter school organization mm-hmm. as well as 
an owner, um, and, and just an entrepreneur in mm-hmm. general. And it's not easy. Mm-mm. It's not. Um, to do both of these things, it requires having amazing, having an amazing team, having amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like I have a, a great team at the shop where they hold it down. And I yeah. have, you shout know, out great, to them. Great Shout educators. out to Emmanuel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always, always got, he's going to Morehouse, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> shout out to Raven, too. Um, I love that. Yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to Raven. So um, shout out to all, all the baristas. Like, here's mm-hmm. my thing. Like, I love the fact that I went to school in the AUC, and I'm able to open up a business and now, you know, create. Mm-hmm. Opportunities. Jobs, opportunities for, for people students in uh, the mm-hmm. I love that. Like it's like that's an, that's another form of like giving back and staying connected mm-hmm. with a place that I felt like is a huge part of like who I am. So that that's you know a, a glimpse of um, who, who I am. But in. you know I'm 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 a friend. I'm I'm a person that just really loves people, right? Um, and really just loves like you know connecting with people. So mm-hmm. that's like the biggest probably thing like about me. But like I'm also like. You know, I love where I'm from. Ah, yes, we love Brooklyn. Yes, very like I will switch up and you'll be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> know what happened? Like, don't play with me. Yeah, don't right. Play don't me. play with it. <laughs> and, and then one thing I call myself too is a triple threat in this industry, and I call myself the triple threat because number one, I have a Caribbean background, a New York background, and from the South too, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like you never know what you going to get at all. Right. It's like randomly. Like, <laughs> randomly, it's like, wait, where's she from? Like, is right. that Jamaica? You would hear it. Yo, she's upset. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. So you have all of these accomplishments and everything that you have going on. How do you, like, how is your mental health? Like, how do you take care of yourself to balance out all of this? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the biggest thing is that I, I started, when I described myself, I started with my family mm-hmm. because they, they ground you, right. right? Like, these are people that... They knew you before anything, right? Mm-hmm. Before when your dreams were a different dream. Yeah. Like I remember I used to want to do something else and what I'm doing now. And it's like your your family, they've been with you through every single journey. So that's important. Um, and that's typically who you go to whenever right. you are in a certain type of headspace, my friends. I, I'm the type of friend where I talk to my friends like, frequently mm-hmm. like I am like that that friend um because I need that right like I need especially because you need an escape an mm-hmm. escape from the business an escape from the schools an escape from like the work that I'm doing is just so critical it is and I really feel that way mm-hmm. like this is like life-changing trajectory type of work that that alone could just mess with you mm-hmm. okay right? like if you don't feel like you're doing enough because i would say that weight of just feeling oh, like everything is on you oh, to change to get these kids it's, from here oh, it's to, so heavy. to give jobs to people to feed people and then i know what that feels like because oh, i used God. to r- help run a company and that gave me anxiety like i had to be like whoa no 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 <laughs> that literally gave me anxiety. everybody want to be a boss i was just about to say that. understand be, yes right like what that means is that you got people's livelihoods like uh, in, in your hands. hand yeah. Right? Like you got their development in your hands. Mm-hmm. You got like there's a lot of weight that that comes with and it's not it's it's not easy. It's like not. I make that very clear to individuals it's not easy. So you have to do something that you are truly passionate about mm. because that's what's going to keep you going. Yep. Like that if passion. you don't want to be in it, that's yeah. going to show real quick. Real See? quick. Cuz a lot of people look for stuff 
Um, I think people get confused money over passion or money over God's work. Like mm-hmm. they feel like because you're successful, but you're not fulfilled at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sarah. Jake's Sarah Jake's Roberts Farlow <laughs> right. sermon today, right. baby. You know, a lot of people <laughs> we stay confuse, prayed up. Right. A lot of people confuse success with fulfillment, right? Mm-hmm. So they feel like, oh yeah, I'm a whatever you do, last tag, or oh, I, I own properties, which is cool and great. I make six figures, like, because right now a lot of us, especially in this generation, is money by happiness, right? Mm-hmm. We don't care. We don't care about the end goal. As long as we have money, we make six figures. Hell, it's an inflation going on. So right now the end goal is money. But at the same time, what we see a lot of people behind closed doors, I look at people like, oh, she just went to Turks and Caicos. She just went here and there. But yet you see people committing suicide. You see, mm-hmm. yet she's crying or he's crying or you just see them unhappy. And I'll be confused. Yeah. I'm like, what you mean? You got a business. You have all of the yeah. stuff going on. But like you just said, if you don't have that passion in what you're doing, no matter yeah. how much money you make, it doesn't matter. You will never be fulfilled of your purpose. Yeah, the the what you see could really just get us twisted in terms of like what reality is like social media of course is a huge part of that right you scroll on your timeline and you're like people are just killing it and you feel like i'm not doing enough Mm -hmm. and it's like you just don't know what's happening behind the scenes right like you don't you don't know like truly the background the story and what you also don't know is like that's a lot of times people are putting up the result they're putting up the 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 outcome. Right, You're right, not right. seeing the process. You're not seeing the the sleepless nights. They're not posting that. Some people do yeah. from time to time, but for the most part, they're not posting their process or how many years it took because you'll scroll right past that, right? Like what you're really going to double tap is like the, uh, the, 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 the end goal, the end goal. goal. The, the, right, right, right. Like right, that's, right. that's what we like. But uh-huh. it's like, no, like when I'm over here, like with two, three likes and, and, and five likes, Mm-hmm. That that was me showing you the process the whole time. But right, now, you right. know. So I think we just get a little bit confused by what we are seeing mm-hmm. and thinking like that's Turks and Caicos or da 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 da. Right, it's right, like, right. You don't you know, know that they, that's their whole savings maybe that they done saved up for that. Or we trip. don't know who, what who mental knows? state they had to do to get, to take <laughs> that trip. Like they could have been going crazy and somebody paid for that trip before they did something crazy. They working on that trip. Right. A lot of times I'm I'm away. I'm working and I need to like figure that out yeah um because it's not healthy like you need to be able to like take an actual break but like mm-hmm. i know that i'm like away sitting on the beach and i'm like hey but like i literally got my <laughs> got computer right, right there here. like hey <laughs> what that email say correct like i gotta send these out like it just is what it is so like right, right, yeah right. well speaking of working right let's talk about entrepreneurship because um you know Again, your partners are in New York. You're mm-hmm. from New York. Now y'all have a business down here. Yep. Is there any difference in having businesses from state to state for y'all? Oh, 100%. I think at any time you are scaling a business and you are tapping into a new region or new market, it's it, you'll notice the difference right away. Mm-hmm. Like you one, of course you have to do the market research to even say that yeah. this is going to be a viable business in this market because not everybody's the same, but then also you have to just know how to pivot. Like being in New York where a lot of people in New York aren't from like New York in terms of like culturally, like yeah, you yeah, see yeah. like a lot of West Indian, yeah. New York, Asian, Jews, yeah. Jews, all of that. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really a melting pot, right? Yeah. So when you think about tea, tea is the most consumed drink outside of America. 
Right. Okay. Yep, that's so true. when you think about that, that's true. right? Mm-hmm. So when you th- so when you have all these people that's like probably you know their family's not from America, like T is what they want. Yeah. Like yeah. mm-hmm. so you got New York where T is what and they want. And it's not Limpton. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got or drink sweet with your tea pinky or something up like over that. There. Like culturally, they they, mm-hmm. they drink tea, but America it's it's coffee. Right? Yeah. Like right. coffee okay. is like that number one consumed drink. So like when you go to places where it's like more so American, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like their culture. It's just you gotta like figure out a way to reel them in. Mm-hmm. Right. And once you do, like they're hooked, right? Like once you do, they're like wellness and it's good. For yeah, this and it's good for <laughs> and they're like I'm with it. Um, but it does take a little bit more time. Okay. Than if you were, you know, if we had, um, like we want to have Brooklyn tea like in the airport. Okay. And we know that we will probably do really well on the international side of the yes. oh, okay. than on the domestic, domestic side. side of the yeah. And it's like people don't really think, but it's like when you consider right, right, like yeah, everybody right. outside of, you know, yeah. America, America like truly that's, loves tea. Like right. talking about Africa. Like I mean yeah, tea is like, like what they go it, for. And yeah, that's, we'll even, that's well. even good to think about. Even though I would think personally, like if you was to ask me that question. I will see why the international side, but every time, let me tell you something, I travel a lot, and every time I go past Starbucks and them tea shops, them line be long. Yeah. I'm like, dang, y'all want some coffee this early I in the mean, morning? But I get it, though. Always do but you well, don't see too much on the international side, you too. Don't. Right, so that honestly, look at that. Listen, we marketing one on one. We want to be on all sides, but you gotta know, you gotta know your people, right? Right, you gotta right, know your audience. Right. Like when we open up schools, we have to think about like where does it make sense to open up a school? We are very at movement. We're very clear that we want to serve black and brown children in um, low economic, you know, communities. Okay. So if we're con- if that's a that's our goal, that's like literally a part of our model. We can't set up in bucket. No. Right. Like, that's make not that, going to work. It's yeah. not going to work. Right or, you have to yeah. understand, like, you know, you can't, like, alphabet it. Like, you got to yeah, be mindful, mindful of, of, like, that. where you're placing the school if you are saying that you're trying to serve a certain demographic, right? So, like, that, you have to know your market. You got to yeah. know your region. Mm-hmm. You got to know, like, where you're tapping into. So, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So, with your school, right? Because you're saying you you guys are North Carolina here and stuff like that. And when you started this, you said you wanted to help basically bring better education opportunities to kids, specifically black and brown kids. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. But we have seen the educational system kind of change over time mm-hmm. um, in terms of like, okay, we started where we were segregating and we wasn't really learning. And mm-hmm. then we made a distinction to be able to, now we can sit and we mm-hmm. can learn and we, you know, Brown now we read it. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out right. to them. So then, and now we have it where, you know, we can learn about African-American studies in school, but now in this day and age, they're trying to take all of this out of school, African-American studies, critical race theory, all of that stuff. Um, how important is your educational system set up for black and brown kids to still be able to learn the things that they need to learn about not only America, but about what our ancestors fought for and where we are heading to in the future? Yeah. I think the first thing I would say is that this is nothing new, right? right. Like if you try and take out critical race theory in schools, it's just call something different is just a different yeah. at the end of the day like education as well as many other institutional systems are embedded in them racism and yes. embedded in them is oppression like these things are embedded and so the way that it comes out is just going to look different every single decade right but it right. still it still exists yeah mm-hmm. so i say that like as an educator like i don't 
I have no fears as it relates to those that are trying to like ban certain books in schools or yeah. ban certain say, conversations. Who? Who's banning what? It's like, <laughs> Who's gonna check me, boo? It's like, and you've been trying to do, do that. that. Like, yeah. You've been trying to ban stuff. Come up like, with another one. This is not. This is not new, right? Like, it's really about, like, you know, the resistance that we have to yeah, have. So right. we have to be. We have the same way. Those that came before us had to resist oppression, had to right. resist a lot of the mm. systematic racism and things that were embedded into our institutions. We still have to do that today. Like that's there's nothing different. It's just it's just shaped differently. It okay. comes out differently. It's gonna be packaged differently. Yeah. Sometimes they put a bow on it and you don't even realize that what's yep. inside of it is fuckery. Right. Here it goes. Look. But like it's 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 still the same thing, but like you're the fight, which is why the fight is so critical. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't Pay attention to the stuff. Because it's like, like yeah. we're still going to do what we have to do. Yeah. I think it's very important that we educate not only our students, but our communities mm-hmm. on what is happening. Because collectively, we have to go after resisting oppression or oppressive right, type right. of um, mm-hmm. policies and, and laws and things like that that are coming down the pipeline. We have to do it together as a community. It's one thing to educate children, but... And they definitely have a voice and they definitely have power and they definitely have strength. And so, you know, does their families. Um, And we just need to make sure that that's the type of work that we're doing so that when families rile up and say, no, I actually want my child to learn this. Right, right. Right. But first they have to know that they're not learning it. Or first they have to learn that, like, there's somebody that's saying that they shouldn't learn it. Mm -hmm. And then when they do that, it's like, okay, now we got to get them to mobilize and show, like, how do we actually ensure that this is a part of our curriculum and is a part of something that we do. Like, it is very important at moving schools that our students are reading books that reflects them. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, you can't take away books that's about their experience in their life. Because the moment that they don't see themselves in these books, right? That's when they tap, tap out. out. Tap yep. That's when they go reading's not for me. me yep. And it's not that they don't know how to read or that they're you know mm-hmm. not intelligent. No, it's because you got to find a way to connect. Exactly. You and know, if you're taking away things that they connect to. Will. Like, that's what, you know, that's the problem, right? So we are very big on text that looks like our children. But we got to also educate our families that there are people that are trying to take away text that with that characters that look, look like, like you know, that mm-hmm. look like us and that have experience like us. And, like, you got to know that and then know where you then take your dollars. A lot of states now, they're giving families vouchers. Yes, yes, I saw that. Yeah, so they're, like, basically saying, like, if you're my child, right, mm-hmm. you're going to get a voucher for... $12,000, and you could go to any school. You take your $12,000, mm-hmm. and you pay it to any school. That's about to be game-changing. Game-changing, right. yep. Because now they're about to be like, I'm, I want to go here. Yep. Mm-hmm. With, with, you know, I, you feel it. You got that voucher in your hand. It feels like power, like, in your hand. Yeah. Which is real. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for that that structure because I do think that we need to, our families need to find voice, our mm-hmm. families. But in order for them to have that, they really do need to be educated themselves on what's happening. Yeah. And also like what's underneath what's happening. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause they try to put pig, uh, lipstick on a pig. Oh, all the time. <laughs> you know? And what you said, and my too, issues when we actually think, think it's, it's cute. cute. Right. Yeah, we exactly. don't even realize that it's lipstick on a pig. Mm-hmm. No. What you said about the text being banned, right? It just, cause when I grew up in New York, I went to Frederick Douglass Academy for, so that, I should tell y'all what type of school that was. <laughs> and at the time when I went, you had to take a test to get in there. It wasn't a charter school, it wasn't a private school, but they were just trying to elevate education for black and brown kids. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember every summer for like five summers, we would have a reading list and we would have to read books like The Life of Frederick Douglass Mm -hmm. to Kill a Mockingbird or Mm -hmm. Neil Hurston and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it never made sense to us as kids because we're like, who want to read during the summer? (laughs) Now we got an essay. Now we got questions and stuff. But it surely helped connect us to our black roots, our African-American roots, well, African roots, Um, you know, and now it, it didn't dawn on me until now, until you said that, like how connecting literature helps us stay grounded right. and who we are. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Frederick Douglass Academy for Ms. Bowden. I'm so sorry that we gave y'all a hard time. Y'all just tried to help us. Y'all <laughs> saw it coming. We did it. So, you know, but so that's why schools like movement and educational systems are so important. It is. It is. This is exactly why I'm 32 years old and I'm just now understanding why that hope and you giving those people a foundation to grow in that and not be afraid to learn, helping the community to learn, that's important. So. It is. And one more time, major <laughs> round of applause for yes. Carrie. Yes. Yes. One more, one yes. More Okay, yes, good. we hear it. April, no. You All right. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, so we got one more segment just to ask. So this is called our takeoff segment. So in this segment, we always ask our guests to let us know who you believe is the next to take off, right? You know, get yeah. it, go here, go here, take off. Ew, it's time. I wish I had a want, 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 but. <laughs> nah, don't do that. <laughs> So what is a growing what is a growing business or an entrepreneur you believe is flying under the radar but soon to take off? Yeah, so Yeah, um so Benson Watch, I don't know if you ever heard of that company, it's a black owned company. Mm-hmm. Um they his name is Marcel, that's the owner. His watches are dope. Whoa. Like I mean like literally here's the thing, he went to Morehouse, but I didn't know him prior to like buying his products. Mm-hmm. So I was doing research. I knew that I wanted to, re- I'm, I'm big, I'm into watches. So I knew that I wanted a new watch. I was doing research and I ran across his website. I was looking at the site and I was like loving every single watch. Ooh. I eventually, because I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I wanted to learn more about the company and who was behind the company. Um, so when I was doing that research and I was like, Oh, he went to more house. Oh, da-da-da. okay. Right. I ended up just like buying a watch, loving a watch. Um, and I was just always posted. Like, I would literally just always post it. Like, if I was doing something big, so now I have this ritual. Like, if I'm, like, making, like, a major deal. So whenever I go to the state board mm-hmm. to, like, try to open up another charter school, I wear that watch. Like, I wore that watch at the grand opening. I wore mm. that watch at the one-year anniversary. I mm. wore that watch. It's not, it's not now a thing that I personally, personally do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will always post it and tag them. And he would, they would just write me back, like, you know, like, oh, thanks for the love, thanks for the mm-hmm. love, to a point where I connected with Marcel, who is the owner. Um, and now we're, like, cool. Like, it's, it's, it's just, like, so much love that's there. But I feel like that's a company that I didn't know was black-owned prior mm-hmm. to yeah. um, supporting. It was just a great product mm. and i love that about uh, i love that about yeah. it it's like yeah. i literally didn't know and um to to find out that's black owned to find out that it was more right yeah, was right you was like it's meant to be right like, time to tell time she could have so said, said, said a rolex <laughs> she could have said a uh, gucci said, nah, nah. black owned baby <laughs> and, you, and honestly this is how we really became brooklyn um brooklyn yes, besties, besties, because we wanted to go to a black owned 
coffee spot. We did say that. Yeah. That's one thing we mm-hmm. said was that we wanted to do a black-owned coffee shop. I know across the street is uh, black, black coffee, coffee, I believe. Mm-hmm. But something about Brooklyn, well, maybe because I'm from Brooklyn, it clicked. Yes. Right? <laughs> but every something time we it. went, <laughs> didn't we take, did, what did I tell y'all? Yep. We got to tag the owner. No. We got, let me, no. Can I say this? Because I feel like if I don't say this, it's not. Chanel really cultivated this entire thing. Yes. She, you know, she said the whole thing about the screenshot and all of that stuff. But then when we would go, she'd be like, who the owner? Who the owner? <laughs> and then when she found out who it is, she was like, hold on. She would take her pictures of the coffee and then it'd be like Brooklyn tea, Carrie Ann Thomas. I'm yes, like, yes. okay, you was no, tagging her. They tag. I said, did y'all tag yeah, Carrie yeah. Ann? She'd be like, tag Carrie Ann. Stop playing. And remember, so, this is before we even low-key even had a conversation. Yes. Yeah. This is she just was just, going. So same thing. Like every time we would go, she would take a picture. And like she said, we did most of our building there. We did our our content there. We did our meetings there. We yes. built an outline for our show. We did all of that. Like, so listen, if it's one thing, and let me tell you this, this show comes at a, a great time for us too. When we're talking about the power of manifestation, where we're talking about passion and stuff. Cause we were literally having our sermon earlier with Sarah Rogers. Shout out to her. Okay? <laughs> um, but, and it talked about like how, if you don't have the passion for something, then it won't go. And every time we sacrifice something, what we're sacrificing is a little bit of our passion. So mm. Shout out to Carrie Ann. So we're going to end it here because we could literally talk to you all day. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. But listen, y'all. All right, Carrie Ann, tell the people where they can follow you and they yes. can find you. You can find me personally, Carrie Ann T. Thomas. I go by my full name. Yeah, you better know <laughs> Let's it. Let's go. Um, Brooklyn T. Follow us at Brooklyn T. Uh, we, a lot of great things coming down the pipeline. Spread love. It's the Brooklyn, Brooklyn way. way. You can follow me at <laughs> I am Chanel Simone um, on all social media platforms. Don't forget. And y'all, y'all can follow me at It's April B underscore underscore on all social media platforms. Also, don't forget to follow Flu Hair Grew Hair on all social media platforms, FHGH Podcast. And y'all, make sure every Wednesday, 8 p.m., it's a new episode out on YouTube on all streaming platforms. So make sure y'all go cut that and we'll see Wait, you guys. Hold on, we're known as the two favorite Brooklyn baddies, but we today we are going to say the three favorite Brooklyn, Brooklyn baddies. So Chanel, without further ado, can I get a year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. <laughs>